Thanks for listening to The Awakening Podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. I want to talk to you today about the Holy Spirit. Everywhere I go, I go with God. Everywhere I go, the Holy Spirit goes with me. The Holy Spirit is in every situation. The Holy Spirit is in every circumstance because he is in me. He goes with me. Can you say amen? In Luke, the fourth chapter, Jesus comes out of the wilderness. He was, he was driven into the wilderness, the Bible says, by the Holy Spirit, led into the wilderness so that God was going to work on him and, and anoint him and, and fill him with power, fill him with what he needed for his journey. And so in the desert, in the, in the wilderness, while he's fasting for 40 days, he was tempted by, by the devil, but the Bible says he came out in power came out of that wilderness experience in power. And I want you to know that God has power for us today as we live our Christianity. Not in weakness, not barely making it, but God wants us to live our lives in power. And so he announces to the synagogue in Nazareth as they they bring the scroll to him to read, he reads out of Isaiah these prophetic words over his life. And he says this in chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, the spirit of the Lord is on me. Because he has anointed me. There's a purpose. Because. The the Spirit of God is on you for a purpose. Because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And he has sent me. I've been anointed and I've been sent. I want you to know that Jesus announces what's going to happen in his life. But it's the same thing for you. You are anointed and sent. You're not random. You're not just fumbling around as a citizen of this earth. You are an ambassador from heaven. You're an ambassador of heaven. Can you say amen? Amen. And so he sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. But God has anointed you and sent you. You see, you're not just a walking around barely saved, barely able to get out of the forces of of darkness person, you're a representative of heaven. And you are a threat to the plans of the devil. You are a threat, and he knows it. Amen? Turn to the person next to you, tell him I'm a threat. I'm a threat. I'm a real threat. I, I want you to know I'm serious about this. We don't realize who we are. We don't realize what God put on us. We don't realize what God put in us. You are a threat to the devil, and that's why he's shook. You think you're shook. I want you to know he's shook. The devil is shook. Everywhere I go, I go with God. Anywhere I go, I don't go alone. I want you to know when I show up somewhere, the most imposing part of me, the most authoritative part of me, the thing that has the most you know, swag is invisible. It's the Holy Spirit. See, I might look little to you, but I'm with God. I might look like nothing to you, but I am with the Holy Spirit. I am with the power of the universe. I'm with the authority of the universe. Everywhere I go, I go with the Holy Spirit. I go with God. The devil is threatened by that. The devil is shook by that. You just don't know it. You just don't know who you go with. You just don't know what you look like in the spirit realm. You're confused. I'm here to straighten you out. 
It says this in John, the 14th chapter, Jesus is saying, I'm going away. I'm going to go, but I'm going to send another. In, in, in chapter 14, 16 and 17, it says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor, another, other versions say comforter, to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world can't accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. Can I say this? I hope it's not the church that can't see him or know him. I hope it's not people in the church that, that can't see the Holy Spirit moving and working and doesn't know that this is God. Situations that are happening in your life, you don't know God is in the midst of this thing and he wants you to be his vessel. But you know him, Christ is saying, for he lives with you and will be in you. He lives with you, say it, he's with me. And he will be in me. He's in me. He's with me, he's all around me, He's over me. He walks with me, but he's in me. The Holy Spirit. Now, this is a great mystery, but Jesus is saying to his disciples, there's coming a time. Now, salvation is one thing. To be forgiven is one thing, but then to be empowered to walk in this, this work of salvation, to be empowered. Jesus tells us about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We see it in Acts chapter 2, where there is there's a separate powerful thing that happens to you after you receive Christ, where you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, where he comes with you and in you. And then from then on, you are continually filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why worship is so important. <clears throat> we don't just saunter into church and, and miss a few songs. We're here to worship God. I'm here to invite the presence of the Lord to come fill me again, Holy Spirit. Fill me again, God. I need your power and your authority. I need you in my life, God. Now, I am prophesying this down into your spirits. It's so it's though you're an empty balloon and I'm blowing you up today. You're going to leave out, out of here today. You're going to be blown up with the prophetic word of God. Amen? <clears throat> Everywhere I go and everything I do, the Holy Spirit, the power, the authority the person of the Holy Spirit, the grace of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit goes with me. You don't realize that because sometimes we just live a kind of random existence where we just kind of bounce from one thing to the next and we've got kids and they spilled the oatmeal and now we got to do this and we got to clean up. I got to go to the store. You got to go to work. I gotta, I'm going to be late. But, but I want you to know, strip away all of, the, all of the outside things and realize that your life is intentional in God. He has you where he has you right now for a reason. You might be somebody that doesn't know it and doesn't see him. But I'm telling you, Jesus said, no, no, you need to see him and you need to know he is with you. He's in this situation and he wants to get done, something done through you. We would live completely different lives if we understood who God is to us and who God is in us. I think we would live completely different lives if we could understand this relationship that we have with God. In Ephesians, the first chapter, in verses 18 and 19, it's, Paul is saying this, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he called you, 
the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Now, I want to read it this way. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know his incomparably great... Because there's two other things there. Let's skip down to the part I want to talk about, which is the power, the incomparably great power for us who believe. You don't realize, but you are the, in the situation that you're in because God wants to demonstrate his power through you. He wants you to know that this is not a situation where you need to be shook and afraid and confused and fearful. You need to understand there is a power on you, incomparably great power with you that wants to work in this situation. And that's why you're there. That's why you're there. You know, if you think about, why am I working here? Sometimes this is the kind of questions we ask without an answer. Can I tell you, there's an answer. Why are you working there? Because God wants to show his incomparably great power in this situation. You're working there for a reason. See, why, why am I working here? Why do I live next to these people? Why am I living next to these people? It's for a reason. You have to understand something. God is intentional about your life. You might not be intentional about it, but that doesn't mean he's not. You have, to, you have to catch up to God here. He has a purpose and a plan. He has an anointing and a scent for you. You're living next to those people for a reason. Why is that guy my brother-in-law? For a reason. <laughs> These seem like ordinary circumstances, but I want you to know you're no longer ordinary. You're anointed and sent. You're going to be used. God has a purpose. Why is this hardship in my life right now? I'll tell you, if, if you're in the middle of a hardship, something's going on. Something's going on. Come on now. And you're not going to go through this thing alone. You're going to go through this thing with the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit. If you're going through a hardship, if you're in the middle of a situation, if something strange is happening in your life, Put up your antennas and understand God is, is, is trying to get your attention. He wants to do something here. You know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you lose your job and you're like, now what? Now what's going to happen? Now I'm going to randomly search around for another place. No, you're going to be led by the Holy Spirit. He's going to order your steps and he's going to say, now. Why did this thing happen to me? Why, why am I all of a sudden getting sick? Why am I all of a sudden in this hardship? Why am I all of a sudden being stretched out here? Why is this circumstance happening? I'll tell you, when things get strange, look for God. Because he wants to do something through you in this thing. Everywhere you go, everything you do, you're going to do with the Holy Spirit. God is going to be in the midst of this thing. Don't be shook. Don't be afraid. Don't be confused. Sometimes when life happens to us, we get shook. We get confused. And now I'm depressed. And now I don't know. You know, God, he won't come through. It'd be ridiculous to say that, but that's what we say. You know, God, he's going to fail me now. You know, God, he won't come through. You know, I lost my job and now I'm panic stricken. But in fact, actually, God is saying, look, walk with me and I will order your steps. 
You're not going to walk randomly here. I'm going to direct you. You're going to end up where I want you, and you're going to say what I want you to say. Why am I working here? Why is that guy my boss? I'll tell you, I can tell you why. Because God wants you to bring change. Because God wants you to bring healing. Because you're there because God wants you to bring comfort. God wants you to bring a prophetic word and encouragement. Maybe some people that you're around that are so irritating have never had a good word spoken to them. But now you're there. You're anointed to speak a good word. You've been sent to speak a good word. A lot of times we show up and we say the same bad thing back. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, you, you then too. And, and we, we, we don't realize you're not there to become them. You're there to represent Christ. Let the power of God overlook an insult. I can overlook that insult and I can raise this up to what God wants to do here. And I say, Holy Spirit, why am I here? What's happening here? Why am I working here, God? What are you wanting to do in this situation? You know, some people, they see intentional situations in everything. I'm not one of those people, but I probably should be. And I'm trying to convince you guys that you probably should be too. Sometimes we don't see intentional things in anything. Why am I in this thing up to here? It must be nothing. It must be random. No, no, God's doing something. You know, but some people see intentional things and everything. You know, uh, why, are we, why are we in this 7-Eleven? <laughs> Holy Spirit, why are we in this 7-Eleven? Uh, I'm here to get a Gatorade. <laughs> no, but why this 7-Eleven? Because it's next to the church. <laughs> Getting a Gatorade. But why? Because I'm thirsty. No, but why? What are you saying to me, God? See, I'm not like that, but I probably should be. But you know, can I tell you something about these kinds of people? They always seem to be being used by God. Are you with me? Elbow the person next to you then. They always seem to be being used by God. Here you are. You know, you're an idiot. Just walking through life. Well, here we go. Here's another thing. People all over the place. You know, car accident, people, arms and legs broken, let off. I, I don't know. Look at that bad accident. Wait a second. Hold on. Amen? Why is this thing in front of you? Why is this hardship right there? Why is this situation presenting itself to you? Because God has directed you into the middle of that funk to change it, to bring healing, to bring a word, to change the thing. You know, even just to act out what God would want to demonstrate through you. You don't have to say anything. You just have to act out in the situation. It says this in uh, Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. You know, I'm, I'm reading this to you in the King James Version, but it's the one that we always quote. You know, that God is doing exceeding abundant. We always talk about exceeding abundant things that God is going to do. But finish the verse. It says, according to the power that works in us. Exceeding abundant things can happen according to the power that works in you. When you show up, get ready for exceeding abundant things to begin to happen through you. Through you. So you're working in that place, but you're not just randomly there. 
you show up at that house, but you're not just randomly there. You know, um, I was thinking, you know, these, these past couple of weeks where, you know, it seems like God is doing something in this nation about this abortion rights and, and, and abortion bill and so forth, because some of the most egregious bills are being introduced, and one was tried to be introduced in, in Rhode Island, but some of the most aggressive bills for life are being introduced as well. It seems like there's this great divide coming. What side are we going to end up on? You know, I was thinking about uh, Senator Jessica De La Cruz. She, she gets in her head, I should run for office, never realizing you're anointed and you're being sent. You're anointed and you're being sent. We start out thinking, you know, I should get in there and I should have a voice. You know, I should be a, I should be a representative of Christ. Never realizing there's coming a bill. The whole thing is intersecting. All the people of God are going to rise up in this prophetic voice and you're going to lead the charge. You're going to be in the middle of this thing. I'll tell you, we need to pray for her because she's a threat. She's a threat. But so many of uh, our, our, our people, our young people, went to the state house this um, past week and stood up <clears throat> for life. And uh, some people were, were showing the wisdom of God. Some people were showing the love of God. You know, when you show up into a situation where there's hate, bring love. Yeah. Amen? Don't bring more hate. They're hating me, so I'm going to hate them. No, no. We bring love. See, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I, I, I bring love. And so, uh, you know, my daughter was telling me that um, she was talking with people and explaining to them about the bill and so forth. And this one angry guy was shaking his finger in her face and yelling at her, putting his finger in her face. And right then when she was telling me, I knew why God didn't send me. <laughs> I knew, <laughs> you know. I could just imagine the news report the next day, you know, or, or, or that night. Uh, the protest was going fine until all of a sudden someone's finger was broken off and thrown out into the middle of the street. Here it is. Ralph, get a close-up of that finger. You know, would have been very different headlines, you know. So I, I didn't show up because, you know, I couldn't have lived out these verses here that I'm trying to tell you about. But I will say this. Why are you in the middle of that thing? It's to show God in some form. It's to speak the word of God or, or, or the truth of God or the love of God in some form. The situation that you're in now is not a random situation. God has need of you there. So he's directed your steps. You know, we're, we shouldn't be unaware that God wants to use us. See, we, we shouldn't be unaware that that. that there is a power that is on you. And when you walk into a situation, God is saying, come on, the power's here. The power's on you. The word is in you. The, 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 the guidance of the Holy Spirit is leading you. Come on, don't just think this is a random situation and be unaware. I want you to know something. If it's something odd or strange or you're being stretched or you're in some weird thing, I want you to know God says, I'm gonna use you to change this thing. You're there for a reason. God has a reason for you. Can you say amen? amen? There's a purpose. There's a purpose for you in each situation. God has a purpose for you. You know, if we could begin to understand that, that uh, not only God, does God has a, have a purpose for us, but there is actually a, a, an application. 
or there's, a, there's something that God wants to do specifically. And so I think that as we begin to understand, we are intentional as we live our lives. Why am I working here? It's for a reason. It's for a reason. When you show up in your workplace, you, you have to understand something. I'm here for a reason. It's not because you're so good looking. It's not because you're so good with figures. It's not so, because you're so good with people or whatever. God has given you gifts. That's fine. But you're there for another reason, a greater reason. You're there as a representative of God. Don't be shook. Don't be shook. Don't be afraid. Don't be confused. God has you in this situation for a reason. And as you begin to understand that, you, you begin to understand, listen, if there's injustice, am I, am I supposed to bring justice here? If there's sickness, am I supposed to bring healing? Speak to me, God. What, what needs to happen? If there's division, am I supposed to bring peace? You know, sometimes we get caught up in the same division. You know, in your workplace where everybody's catty and, and, and back and forth with each other. But guess what? You're supposed to bring peace into a situation. If there's weakness, am I supposed to bring boldness? You see, I'm not afraid. I'm anointed. Amen? I'm not here randomly. I'm here on purpose. This situation that's happening in my life is happening for a reason, and God's put me into the middle of it. And I, I, I want to demonstrate what it looks like when God's in charge. You know, when, uh, when I broke my neck, I, I, I couldn't do anything other than just be an example. I, I, I couldn't, I, I was not the solution. I couldn't rise up. I couldn't do anything. But I, all I could be was an example. This is what an example of a miracle looks like. Let me just be that. <clears throat> And as people came around, I, 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 and I wasn't thinking this, I wasn't thinking this consciously, but now that I look back on it, let me just be an example of what trust looks like. I trust you, God. I'm not afraid. I probably should be, but I'm not. I trust you, God. Let me just be an example of what Thanksgiving should look like. You know, I went to, to my doctor uh, a few months later. And, uh, you know, they were taking x-rays and looking at me and everything. And I said, Doc, now, how long before you can take the screws out? And he looks at me. He said, are you crazy? You're lucky to be alive. He said, it's a miracle that you're alive. Let alone walking. It's a miracle that you're alive. He said, this is, this is a very rare thing that happens, you know. Normally, when you look up in the books, the medical books, it says, you know, so you broke the first vertebrae in, in your, in your brain stem. Now that you're dead, you know, <clears throat> I know I looked it up, you know, now that you're dead, there's very little on that thing. And so, and so the doctor knows it's a miracle. You know, I need to know I'm, I'm a walking miracle. Let me show forth God. Or do things happen to us and we, we look at it in the negative? I lost my job. Let me show you what an example of panic looks like. I lost my job. I come home. You're never going to believe what happened. Gather the kids. Get everybody around. Call everybody together because I'm going to show you what panic looks like. 
kids, I lost my job. Go and get a paper route, something. Because I don't realize there's an authority on me. There is a power on me. Now, if you were late every day for the last month and you lost your job, there needs to be repentance on you. I, I, I don't want to have to qualify this message and say that there are sometimes repercussions to our, our sin. You know, let me say this, though. There is a power and an authority on your life to break sin as well, to break sin. You don't have to be under addiction. The power and the authority of the Holy Spirit can be on you to say, you know something, I don't have to be captured by this thing. Well, I was born that way. Well, hold on a second. Let's just look into the Word of God and see if there's deliverance for how you were born. Can you say amen? You don't have to be this just because all of your heritage was that. You can, you can say, Lord, I take the authority and the power of the Holy Spirit who is with me, in me, on me, around me, and Lord, I want to walk out of this thing. I, I, I'm talking to somebody today that needs hope. You don't have to be hopeless. You don't have to be ground down and beaten down by a sin that says, I've got you and you'll never be free. I want you to know the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit is in your life. You can be free. You can be free. You don't have to be captured by that thing. Can you say amen? amen. If your boss insults you, you don't have to be an example of what retaliation looks like. You can be an example of what love looks like. The Bible says overlook an insult. Get on the other side of it and show forth the grace that is on God through you. Do you know that in the, in the very beginning when we meet the Holy Spirit in the book of Genesis, the Bible says that the earth was without form and void, chaos. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And then the Bible says, and then the Spirit of God moved. The Spirit of God wants to move over the chaos in your life. You don't have to live in chaos. You don't have to live in randomness. You don't have to live like, like a, 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 you know, a ping pong ball being batted back and forth by every situation. Let the Holy Spirit come and say, God, take control in this situation. Take authority now, I pray. I just want us to begin to understand. The Bible says in 1 John, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. I do not have to be pushed around by the world. Greater is he who is in me. Thanks for listening to The Awakening Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. If you want to learn more about our church, visit us online at awakening.global. We'll see you soon.